Welcome to the Lovely Important Nonsense Podcast. It's your boy Matt. Boom. Spelling. And today, I'm fresh from the beach. Took my family out there to um see nothing because it's really nothing happening in Atlantic City. A lot of people don't know what a real Atlantic City is. They see Atlantic City, they think, oh my God, it's a mini Vegas. It's not true. The real Atlantic City is two blocks down and around the corner where you see all the custies and the people that didn't make it at Atlantic City. You know, the people who wasted all their money playing at the casino. Now they're stuck in Atlantic City. So they had to drag their family all the way out there because there are disappointments or whatever. Shout out to you if you actually chose to live in Atlantic City. But everybody else, I don't think you chose to live in Atlantic City. Atlantic City looks like a, a hood. Honestly, it looks it looks like a gangster ass place to live at. Uh, I feel like I feel unsafe when I'm off the boardwalk. And I'm going to tell you, and I know as a big, giant black guy, you're like, Matt, that's your lion. I'm telling you as it is when I get off the boardwalk in Atlantic City and I hit those corner blocks to go to the liquor store because who buys liquor inside a casino? Not me. So I go to the liquor store. I feel unsafe. There, okay? And you guys, all you got to do is take a trip in there and you'll see why I feel unsafe. It's just two blocks and around the corner. You'll see exactly the real side of Atlantic City where the people sleep on the floor and, you know, whatever, whatever. So I'm fresh off the beach from the boardwalk because I don't hang out with them, all right? That's insanity. I do my charity work back in Patterson. So I'm with my family or whatever. We're on the beach. It's cold as shit. My kids still love it because it's just a psycho as their dad. One, um, what else we did? Oh, I bought my um, grand, um, my in-law grandmother. Right, uh, she had a good time, and she's seventy. She looks very good for seventy. Like she's still working and everything. She doesn't want to quit. Trust me, I try to make her, but she doesn't want to quit. Um, I did. That goes to say something about. People who have things to do. I feel it. It. I was told in West Indian household, it's it's when you stop working is when you die. I know that sounds dark. Fuck, shut off the lights. Yeah, it sounds dark. But I was always told when I was in the West Indian household, if you stop working, when you die, and it seems like they all believe it because they be eighty five year old freaking nurses and CNAs, and you're like, how are you still moving around? doing this but they're doing it shout out to you if you are you know 150 still taking care of people who are 65 i that is definitely a fact um my um it was this one lady she legit she was a cna when i was a um when i was a um, uh, nursing assistant she was like 75 years old she was taking care of somebody who was 62 like this person who was 62 aged worse than her. <laughs> I didn't understand, but amazing, you know? Um, yeah. So that's my, uh, my in-law grandmother. She, um, she's, she's like 70 and she still do that damn thing and try to get her to stop is impossible. So I just let her do what she's going to do, baby. I'll just pick her up later. Um, what else we got going on? Uh, what else I had going on? Also, I hate Sundays. And I know this is random. And this is all random thoughts for the day. But I, I really can't stand Sunday drivers. I don't like 
driving on Sundays, yo. It's like every idiot that this that takes the train decides to get in their car and drive in it don't be nobody on the road. It would be me, that person, and probably one car that's like, I don't know, five cars down behind us. Only on the road. But somehow this Sunday driver will get this close. They will go side by side with me, right? And almost hit me. Four lanes. Four fucking lanes. Somehow I almost get hit when nobody else on the, on, on the damn thing. I don't, I don't understand. And then you can tell exactly who's the Sunday driver. Those are the people when it's Sunday doing fucking 25 miles an hour in a 40. You think I'm playing? <laughs> Just go on the highway. And they're always existing every Sunday. They're there. And they think they cool because they dropped their top and they got this stupid hair out. You're driving too slow. Go to speed limit. Just go to speed limit. I'm not, you could, if you're going to cruise, get off the highway. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get off the highway if you're going to just cruise. I got somewhere to be. You don't know if I got work. Just because you off don't mean I'm off. The fuck off the road. Or or they should be designated to the right-hand lane. Like, designated all the way to the right. You can't. There should be a button when you're a Sunday driver to alert everybody that you're driving today. It don't matter what highway it is. I've been on all these highways every Sunday. All right, every Sunday there's a Sunday driver. Um, uh, so that happened when I did the Sunday um stuff. Uh, came back home, took that powerful ass drive back. I don't know if I'm built for driving long distance anymore. Like I did it for so long. I did it for so long. I mean, 10 hours, 20, 15 hours. I, I did them all. I did long-ass drives. Now, yo, I get sleepy after an hour, yo. An hour drive hurt. <laughs> like, it's not fun for me for an hour, yo. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to do it, right? But somewhere around an hour, you know, I feel like this eye right here gets a little, gets a little lazy on me. And I'm, I'm, I'm holding up with this one. Uh, I found the little trick that I use. I open a window and hope the air that comes through the window blows this eye back open. Right? So I could just drive like this. So with the air blowing my eye open, both of my eyes work. It's not, it's not fun when you have like slanted eyes too. Because I got like these little freaking slants or whatever. When... Just by standing still, sometimes it look like my eyes are closed. I don't know what's going on, and whatever. But yeah, I can't deal. I can't deal with that. That <laughs> was can't deal with that. You know, um, excuse me, got a burp. Daddy got a burp. <laughs> you know, this this week's been like real. Not this week. Um, um, since my birthday, I I gotta say this. Uh, I'm gonna be a little, little open. Since my birthday, I hit that big three four, right? And a lot of things like, you know, you think about stuff like, cause I always say this, and I said it before, like I'm, I always say, oh, I didn't expect to make it, right? So, 
now that I made it and whatever, and I did expect to make 34. Like when I turned 32, no, when I turned 31, I said, oh shit, I'm really going to be here. And it's so stupid because I, I had, I knew I was already old enough, but something about turning 30 was like, oh, I'm going to be here for a while. Then I turned 32 and then I was like, I should expect to be here for a long time and I need to plan this right. And I know it sounds stupid. I should have been, but there's always this weird thing in the back of your head. Like when you do as much craziness, like someone like me have done, you always have this weird paranoia in the back of your head that it's all could be over. Right. So by the time I turned 34, I started like, just like reflecting on my life, on the decisions that I've made. And, and the people that are around me. And, I, and I've just been very, very, um, I've been very up and down with emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like for the last few um, weeks. So my birthday was on the 23rd of April, right? So what, we're in what? We're the, what? This is 16. So that's what, a month? Almost a month? So I go, I'm, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, well, I've always been here. I've always been at this one point. I've always been okay with losing people, right? I've been always been okay with being alone. Because I always, you get to, again, when you go to craziness, you assume alone is where you're going to end up, right? Or you're going to assume people will never uh, understand or, or, or understand you enough to create lasting relationships, right? And I have been proven, I felt like, in that sense, I felt like I've been proven right for thinking that. But I felt bad for thinking that. Because then I'm like, okay, and this is legit me reflecting on myself. Like, I'm like, okay, did I, did my brain cause this because, did I cause this because I won't stop feeling this way or trying to feel this way? Or is this just part of my identity that I'm always going to be the lone guy? So I started thinking like that a lot, you know, and I started to see the people around me and how much hassle, I, how much, how much burden I take on from most people and how much burden I take on from this person and this person and this person's not doing what they're supposed to do, but I do their job and this person's not treating me the way I'm supposed to be treated, but I still take that shit. And, you know, that's type of stuff, you know, I get looked over, things like that. And I think. I came on this podcast and talked about me being looked over and I went in on a crazy thing before and I, and, I, and it, that doesn't happen anymore. Like I don't allow people to just look over me, but you do, you do start to think about your more mortality a little bit more the older you get. Now I'm not going to have like a, um, existential crisis or I'm not going to have like, I'm not having like a gotta be young. Princess sound like a little young woman just now. I heard, Ooh, I was like, hey. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm not having a midlife crisis that they like to say. I, I don't even think a midlife crisis is a, uh, I think midlife crisis now in 2021 it starts around your 40s now. I think people last young, people last longer being young. That's what I like to say. But I am seeing, I am starting to notice certain patterns in, 
my relationships. And I think it took me to this point to realize what is important and what I deserve, you know? What is important and what I deserve. And um, and that, And I'm saying this because I don't think a lot of us know what we deserve. Like, what we deserve. You know, that's pretty much what it is. I think I spent most of my life trying to figure out what my identity was as a as a per as just a just a living person then actually trying to live and letting myself become let my identity create itself you know I've been too busy trying to find other people trying to find out my identity and in, in all these other situations that I didn't just allow myself to be Matthew enough that my identity will create itself, you know? So that took me down a weird place in my head, you know? And of course, when Matt goes down this weird place, everybody else got their fucking bullshit that they got to deal with. So today, this weekend, I just said, okay, I'm shutting it off. (laughs) It was finally the time I just said, fuck it, I'm shutting it off. I picked up everybody. I said, you want to come or not? It doesn't matter. We're heading out. We out of here. And, and I think that's what I, my Lynn listeners' homework assignment should be. And you know, I'm not really big on the whole mental stuff. You know, I like to I like to explore the funny. You know, because there's always something to learn in the funny. But I think we need to really sit down and think about what I deserve in this life. You know, think about all your choices you made and everything that you've done to get to this point and actually really tell yourself, what do I deserve? Right? I was, like I go on, I go online and I see a lot of people spelling out things that they believe they deserve, but you have nothing to show for. You have nothing. You have done nothing to get this thing that you feel like you deserve, but be born and breathe. Uh, and I think now that I figured out exactly what I deserve, I think. A lot of this stuff is going to move a little bit faster. We're going we're gonna to see a lot of different sides of Matthew come out in, in the next few months. Uh, I'm definitely cursing people out a lot more. That's just, I've been cursing people out before. I'm definitely cursing people out a lot more. That's just not, for, <laughs> I'm with the shits. And if you with the shits, I'm with the shits with you. Actually, what my favorite thing, and I, I I tell people, is the old Fifty Cent saying: When people say they got problems, I say no problem. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they got problem, no problem. You can take that however you want to take it. You can take it good. You can take it bad. No problem. However you want to do it, you know. Um. Man, I miss being on the mic, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, because of how my schedule's set up, you guys actually think I'm I'm doing this every week, right? And I thank you, Joe, for keeping posting those up every week and getting, you know, doing me that solid for getting them up because my busy lifestyle's insanity, right? But honestly, I'll probably be away every I'll be away for like three weeks at a time, sometimes two weeks at a time. And I'm trying to get back into like a, a regular flow. But, you know, 
I was trying to do this at the crib. It felt weird, man. <laughs> it felt weird, yo. And so I was like, you know what I got to do? I got to set my spot up. Yeah, yeah. I got to set my spot up a little bit like Joe's. And then I get the fine auto-tuning, the fine-tuning stuff when I come over and do the uh, regular. Of course, Joe. You be all right. You be okay, man. <laughs> you be okay. Joe almost got his ass whooped. I'm going to tell you by now. I'm, I'm going to tell Joe his face. Listen, Joe's working with this company, right? <laughs> all right. He's, going, he's working with his company, right? So for a second, I thought this was Joe's company. And I'm sitting there like, I know this motherfucker did not, yo, pretty much step on all my shit. And then not tell me like, yo, my boy, I, I'm, I'm running with something you talk about. And I was like, yo, I'm going I'm to have to come... I'm gonna have to come talk to Joe's side. Like, I thought you did, but no, nah, I didn't think you. Nah, nah. Of course, you know I got the pause. You know, that's you know my boy. I would, but then that, I was in my feelings. It wasn't about you though. <laughs> I was in my feelings yeah, already. Most sources wouldn't have said it. You would have just assumed it was mine. Mm-hmm. I never said anything. I don't know, man. I, again, I'm con- I'm confrontational. All right, I don't know about I don't know about Tauruses, Aries, none of that shit. I'm confrontation. I'm here for the bullshit, y'all. You want listen, no problem. <laughs> okay, you want no problem. Okay? Because I'm with it, yo, but yo, I'm telling you, Joe would have been like, hey, yo, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Joe, you gotta go outside, man. I, like, I love you, man. You gotta go outside, yeah. You gotta put your hands up. <laughs> you gotta do at least five minutes with me. This is nonsense, bro. Now, five minutes might be a long time. That's a long time. I don't think people know how long a three-minute fight is. Yeah, I was, uh, when I'm fighting, right, when I used to fight, right, people don't understand how long three minutes is on a full-out MMA match. It feels like you're in that bitch for an hour, and you still got three more rounds to go. You be like, oh. <laughs> you better hope you got cardio, baby. <laughs> I, I tell people, if you can run five miles, then you could probably last, um, you could probably last a good half. You could probably last a good six minutes in the cage if you could run five miles. If you could like, if you could run like ten, then you got you you good. Your endurance is good. All right, so I got that together. Um, yeah. Um, for so pretty much the month of uh, May and June is um, if you ain't got any business with me, you know, or we not getting the chuckles together. We don't need to be speaking, you know, just how it's going to have to work. You know, I, I've personally been the guy who set up the, and Joe could tell you this, they set up the people who do well. Right. I'm usually the guy that set those people up. And I'm tired. I don't want to do it no more. So <laughs> we're going to focus on lovely, important nonsense going forward. And of course, bulletproof. We got some major, major news coming in for the important series. Um, I will hopefully I'm gonna run by um, my team, and hopefully we can get that going. Uh, we got some more. Um, hopefully, I get some. I'm gonna get some more guests. Not hopefully. I got more guests coming in for the lovely series, nonsense series. You know, I'm coming in with heat. I don't give a fuck no more. I just don't care. I don't care. We could talk about slamming freaking. I don't know birds against the wall. We could talk about Peter kissing my ass. 
I don't care anymore. We don't care. I don't. We're going back to old school. We're going old school where I didn't have no goddamn limits and I wasn't worried about no nobody cutting me off of TV. Yes, I'm gonna have to probably go into these videos and start bleeping some of my words out because YouTube is a nice person, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's only because I want to be able to like uh, monetize this thing at one point and then be able to um, create better content for people. Okay. And that's the only way to do that is to monetize it. Or we could start a Patreon or something else. You know, whatever. We'll do whatever we got to do. Uh, because, you know, this shit, the lights don't stay on for free. Uh, and, you know, Joe Joe likes money. So I got to I gotta hook him up. And what else we got going on? I think that's pretty much it, yo. It's pretty much it. I want to go back to the, um, getting the event. I look like shit. I know I'm probably going to get people say that I look like shit. Um, just put this in there too, Joe. I know I need a haircut, okay? I've been very stressed out. Let me be stressed out for a day. You can see how I look when I'm a wolf, all right? I'll be shaving this shit down. Oh, life, brother. We can't even get into that. There's not enough time on these videos to get into all the stress that leads Matthew. And then we're not even talking about the business stuff. We're not talking about just the business stuff. The business stuff, I probably, it makes me feel sick on some mornings. It's not because it's bad. It's just, it's stressful, bro. It's just, business is stressful. It's always going to be stressful. You have your ups, your downs, and we're right now sitting at a coast right now, and it could go either way. <laughs> so that's that. Um, that. But fine. That's just how business works. Uh, uh, relationships, is, I guess, is intact. I mean, friendships are pretty, like, rocky these days, you know? I'm not really... I'm not sure if I'm really... Like the friendship thing is rocky these days for me, so that's cool. Family's fine. Family's great. What else? Family is. Good. I, had, I had a couple passings in the family stuff. Rest in peace, um, to to my aunt and a couple of my other family members. Also, rest in peace to Bebe from the Real Point Podcast and. Recipes to X. Did we say X before on this thing? Recipes DMX. Um, it's a lot of deaths. DMX is one of my favorites. So he was one of my favorite rappers. Uh, you know, but it's weird. I'm getting old to the point that, and this is going to sound sucky, deaths of people that's outside of my family don't hit as hard anymore. You know, like you'll probably have to be a death in my immediate, but it doesn't hit as hard, you know, and maybe because I'm just not there. You know, and I just got to deal with, like, the aftermath and shit. But it don't hit as hard. I, I, I'm i not sure. I think I might be just too used to it. You know. How old were you when you had your first big death in the family? Death in the family? No, my first big death, death was a, um, was a friend of mine. And he, all right, I don't really talk about this. But my first big death that I ever seen was a friend of mine. And he passed in my arms, and he uh, lost his, uh, he's almost decapitated. So, that was kind of like a heavy moment for me. Like, to this day, I don't like to go to, like, graveyards and shit like that. Me and him used to chill at graveyards and shit. It was fun. It was just us being, like, little retarded-ass kids or whatever, but we used to chill at graveyards and shit, and he passed. So, when that happened... 
I think it was just, I think I spiraled a little bit. That one was a big one. I think I was about 13. Yeah, 13. That was the that was the heavy one. Like, I've seen people die because I lived in Brooklyn in the 90s. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those guns, we went to bed the gunshots, you know? So you've seen a body or two, but it wasn't like a, like, it just became kind of like a thing, you know? Um, it's not something a kid should get used to seeing, but it's kind of a, something that you know you could see, you know? Uh, but that one was the one that actually hit. Like, I felt it. Like, I was just like, holy shit, you know? They said something really happened. And, you know, we're not going to get to the details of why it happened, but... You know, that was the first one that really caught me off, uh, that caught me. And after that, it was just been like, spirals. I seen like a lot afterwards, a lot. Like, I guess your eyes open up when you see like a big tragedy or trauma or something like that. So when you, now you recognize it more, you know, I guess at the time, Death just was just like like yeah we see, I seen it and whatever but like it wasn't something that hit me like as a real life thing until those till that moment. All right, but yeah, that was like the first time I really like big time death happened around me. But then I really started to see see it around, you know. But again, you know, cut off the lights. Uh, <laughs> that shit got dark real quick. But um, what else? But yeah, I try not to think about it so much now. Now I like to be, I like to smoke weed and be paranoid. So that's my thing now. I had this weird thought the other day because I seen some weird movie. It was like a Sundance movie or something, and it was some creature who stuck their head through a door. Right? It was just a monster. It was like a uh, humanoid face, monster feature, and it just stuck his head through the door, and it was starting to look at somebody. The whole movie there was no monster. Whole movie is no monster. It was all about like, what if there was? So I think it will fuck you up because I think at the end that they were so worried about it being a monster that their mind created a monster, right? So when at the end, they was kind of like, okay, I think I'm okay. And then all of a sudden the door opens up and the fucking head comes through. And I've been thinking about that head every time I go and take a shower. And I go... <laughs> <laughs> what would I do if I seen that shit? And this only happens when I, I smoke weed and go take a shower. And do I continuously do that even though I know I'm probably going to think about it? Yes. Because it's fun. <laughs> it's funny as hell. Because I always think, like, if that head came through, what would I do? I'm a dirty boy. I don't want to tell you guys how I do. Man, it was a female head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, baby? It was a female head. I have still, to this day, I still got a crush on the girl from the goddamn grudge. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, from the grudge. The ring is the girl, the young girl. The, the ring is the young girl. The girl from the grudge was old enough. Don't play with me, dogs. I was, <laughs> don't play with me, dog. And I don't want her as a human. All right, I don't want Grudge Girl as a human. Don't don't get it. I did not like her fully human. I did. I was not interested. But when she went, uh, I was like, Oh my god! Get the nipple clamps, bro. It's my shit. I used to want her to come out my closet when I was younger. I was like, Yo, she started poking her head out, like, uh, and then that little boy be sitting in the corner, like, eh. I'm like, Boy, you better cover your eyes. 
Yeah, cover your eyes, old nigga, because I'm about to out <laughs> on these grunt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. That's how we got in this show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching lovely important nonsense, nonsense podcast. It's your boy Matt, and I'm out. <laughs> oh, fuck the shit out of the grunt cheeks. You hear me? <laughs>